Coming to you live from the studio of WVFV, Voice for Victory Radio, your host, Pastor Jeremy Coburnett, joins you today for a special broadcast of The Winning Side. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, September 7th. I hope you're having a good day. We are glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, we welcome you on the radio app and the podcast today. And then those two who are tuning in, watching on Facebook and YouTube, uh, we welcome you. If you're checking your watch and you're checking your clock, I don't blame you because we are running late. And we've been here. I promise you, we have been in the studio, but we have had a few technical difficulties. And so here we are. <laughs> Monday, we were supposed to have the winning side broadcast. We had it all set and we had problems then. And so <clears throat> we're going to blame it on somebody. I think we'll blame it on Brother Nathan um, since he's out of town. It's, he's the easy one to blame. And uh, it's not his fault at all. But we're uh, so sorry for the delay. But we're glad you're with us. And if you have stayed with us this long, uh, we appreciate it. And I hope you are having a great, great day. We had a good service last night in uh, church, our Bible study, prayer meeting, Teens on Target, Master Club. It was a wonderful time. We're looking forward to Saturday, our men's meet night, Saturday evening. And then we're looking forward to a great day on Sunday for church. And I hope you're already praying and anticipating a great day together uh, for church. I want to go back to last Sunday. And I want to say a happy birthday to Richie Brown and a happy anniversary to Jake and Lori Smith on Sunday. Then Monday, a happy birthday to Tristan Short and a happy anniversary to Ellis and Melissa Crew. I hope you had a wonderful day. Uh, no birthdays or anniversaries Tuesday. I appreciate Brother uh, David uh, filling in on Tuesday. And then Brother Daniel filled in yesterday. Uh, happy birthday, Camille Myrick. Uh, Dean and Carrie Kidd, and then William and Marie Lewis. Happy anniversary. And then today, three birthdays, Zeddy Jones, Lenwood Jordan, and Steve Long. Hope you folks have a wonderful, wonderful day today. Uh, let's pray for our church, pray for our school. Let's pray for our missionaries. Let's pray for all of our ministries, and let's pray for one another. We're going to go to a song, and right after this song, we will get into our Bible study today in Hebrews 11. Yeah. 
Amen for that. I'm thankful for that glad day, and uh, it could be today. And uh, I hope you're living every day as if this could be the day that Jesus comes back, and he is coming soon. We're in Hebrews 11. Uh, We've been going through our series on the Hall of Faith chapter. Uh, I so appreciate Brother David and Brother Daniel filling in this week and uh, sharing some devotional thoughts on the winning side. And uh, we're blessed to have such wonderful assistant pastors. I thank the Lord for them. Uh, I'm thankful for uh, the uh, Friday broadcast uh, with all my heart. And uh, of course, my wife's been doing that. And some of our assistant pastors' wives, they're going to be doing some of those. And it's going to be a wonderful time. And I thank the Lord for all the folks God has given us here. But we're back in Hebrews 11. We, we talked about Noah last week, and I know it's been several days, but you remember Noah and uh, those lessons about his life. It says, By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, he moved with fear. He prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. We talked about Noah's faith, and he was a man of great faith. Today I want to share a few thoughts, and I'm going to be in Genesis chapter 9 if you're at home or if you've got your Bible with you, if you want to turn to this passage. I want to share some thoughts, not about Noah's faith today, but I want to talk to you about Noah's failure. You know, I wish that the story of Noah, I wish it would have ended uh, on a happy note, but the Bible records for us in Genesis chapter 9 that uh, Noah had a time of failure. And it's a reminder for us that we all will have failures. Uh, the, the problem is not that we fail. The problem is that many times we stay down. Uh, a just man falleth seven times, but he riseth up again. Uh, David was a man who had a, a, a heart for God. He was a man that God used, but yet David had sin with Bathsheba. That sin had consequences, and that sin left scars. But David, his life was not over, and David's uh, uh, impact was not uh, diminished or, 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 or taken away or removed, but yet David experienced forgiveness. He experienced cleansing. He got things right with God. Uh, if you have never read Psalm 51 in that context, in that light, you need to read Psalm 51 as a man who was getting right with God, who was coming clean with God. You see, Noah, at the end of his life, he had a failure. The Bible tells us in Genesis 9 that Noah had a failure that was an awful mark on his life. It was an awful shame, and it was a disgrace, no doubt. But yet Noah's failure did not change the fact that Noah and his family were saved from the judgment of God. I want to remind you that your failure as a Christian, my failure as a Christian, it does not take away salvation. Salvation is forever. Uh, as a child of God, there may be times that you have been out of God's will, uh, but you've never been out of God's care. You are his child. He loves you, and you are saved forever. The flood is a picture of the judgment of God because of our sin. The ark in the story of Noah is a picture of Jesus Christ, who is the only Savior. Noah's place in Hebrews 11, it indicates that God is a God of mercy and a God of forgiveness and that we, at our best, are still flesh and blood. You know, it's amazing to me that God knew the end of Noah's life, but yet God still recorded Noah's story in Hebrews 11, and he talks about Noah, not about his failure, but he talks rather about his faith. Keep in mind, Genesis 6 tells us that Noah found grace 
in the eyes of the Lord. The Bible says that Noah was perfect in his generation. That word perfect, it means he was complete in moral excellence. Uh, Noah was a man who was right. He was a man who was godly, but yet there was a lapse. After Noah built that ark, after he got his wife and his sons and their wives on that ark, and they were saved from the judgment of God, after all of that, Noah had a lapse. And during that lapse, the Bible tells us that Noah and his son, they were involved in something that was very, very sad, something that was very, very tragic. Noah's failure is a reminder to us that we need the Lord every hour of every day. I like what the songwriter songwriter said when he wrote, I need thee every hour. Did you know we need God every day? You say, oh, but I've lived for God for five or 10 or 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 years. I've got it all figured out. Oh, no, we don't. We need the Lord every moment of every day. Noah's failure is a lesson for all of us to guard against the attacks of the world, the flesh, and the devil. Noah's failure teaches us that our sin has an effect on others. We see in Noah's situation, the Bible says in uh, Genesis chapter 9 and verse number 20, and Noah began to be an husbandman and he planted a vineyard and he drank of the wine and was drunken and he was uncovered within his tent. And verse 22, and Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and he told his two brethren without and Shem and Japheth, they took a garment and laid it upon both their shoulders and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father and their faces were backward and they saw not their father's nakedness. Verse 24, and Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done unto him. The Bible says there was a curse upon Ham and upon his son Canaan. And we see that there was a blessing for, for Shem. Uh, there was a, a blessing uh, for Japheth uh, because of how they handled the situation. You see, Noah's failure is a lesson for all of us. We see in Noah's life that wine is a mocker. And that's so sad after Noah did all those great things and built that ark and all of that, but yet it was wine. Uh, that led to his demise. It was uh, alcohol that led to his downfall. We know that wine is a mocker. The Bible says strong drink is raging and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. We see not only is wine a mocker, but we see number two, moral purity is important to God. Can I tell you, God still calls for his people to be holy. God calls for his people to be righteous. God calls for us to be godly in a world that has lost all sense of direction in a world that has lost all sense of truth. We must be anchored in the truth of God's word. We see in this story that Ham did not honor his father, may have mocked and jeered at the failure of his father, uh, but yet we see that uh, his brothers handled it in a proper manner. You see, rather than help to solve the problem, Ham made the problem worse. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs 17, 9, he that covereth a transgression uh, seeketh love, and he that repeateth a matter separateth very friends. Proverbs 10 says, hatred stirreth up strives, but love covereth all sins. Here's what I'm saying about this. I'm not saying that we cover sin. I'm not saying that we brush it under the rug. But I am saying this, that when people sin, 
uh, we ought to pray for them. We ought to help them. Uh, we ought to pray that they'll get things right with God. We ought to pray that they will get their eyes back on the Lord. And we ought to be reminded of how, except for the grace of God, that could be our story. Let's learn from Noah's mistake. I'm thankful that Noah's mistake did not cancel out all the good that he had done. And maybe you know somebody in your life that maybe they have had a failure. Can I tell you, I'm glad that uh, people have still been saved. I'm glad people have been helped. I'm glad for people who've had an impact in my life. And can I tell you, when we do fall, may God help us to confess our sin, to forsake our sin, and to get right again with God. Noah is a great example of that. He was a man of great faith. He had a failure, but yet God takes his life and his story and records it for us in the Hall of Faith chapter. Uh, what an amazing testimony, but I'll say this, what an amazing God. I'm glad that God is a God of mercy. Hope you have a great day. Thanks again for joining us, and thanks for sticking with us on the Winning Side broadcast. Have a great day. God bless you. joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today. And we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.